And here's an ad from our sponsors. Have you ever heard about Anchor? Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. and welcome to the Be Fearless podcast. We have today a fabulous woman. She's on a mission on uh, helping women, helping women to change their money mindset and improve their financial uh, wealth. So her name is Kara Molika. Welcome, Kara. Hi, Dagmar. Thank you for so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be here today. Awesome. Uh, where you are, where you're from, uh, like right now, where, where are you talking to us? So I'm actually in Sydney, Australia, um, looking out at the Sydney Harbour Bridge or a glimpse of the Sydney Harbour Bridge at the moment, um, where, yeah, I live here between Sydney and Perth at the moment because uh, travel's a little bit restricted. So, yeah, from Australia. I grew up in Perth. Um, all my life and I've been in Sydney for about four or five years now. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So tell me, tell me, Kara, because I, I ask everybody this same question before you tell us your success story. I always ask this question and that's it. What was your dream growing up? Like my dream growing up? Yes. Yeah. Um, so as a teenager, I always loved fashion. I loved clothes. Um, I loved getting dressed up. I couldn't wait to finish school to be able to get dressed up in corporate wear. And uh, one of my very best friends is a really um, was a budding fashion designer. So we were always going to go into retail together. So she was going to design. I was going to sort of manage and be in business around around the store. So I could combine my two passions of you know fashion and business. That's fantastic. So as yeah, you so grow up, what happened? Did, did you got into your dream job or you diverted from it? No, I definitely diverted from that. So I still love fashion. We didn't um we didn't go into that, but I did a whole bunch of different things, you know, throughout my career and throughout my 20s and early 30s before I really um I think I always knew what my passion was. I always knew what I wanted to do, but I guess gave myself permission to actually do that. So um, it's been quite a journey, quite a, a few different roles and experiences along the way. Um, before I got here in, you know, I've always worked around money with, you know, in finance, um, but now in money mindset coaching and helping women transform their relationship with money so they can have everything that they desire and everything that they want to live 
you know, whatever that looks like for them. That's, that's fantastic. So let me ask you the question. Why, why, why focusing on changing our mindset into money? Tell us what's that important. Yeah, so money is such a taboo topic, even still today in society. We've come a long way, but there's always this misconception around money and, and it's just not spoken about. And it's one thing that really limits us more than anything else, and it impacts every single aspect of our life. It impacts our health. It impacts our relationships. You know, it impacts our ability to do things. It impacts our ability to get out of situations that are not safe for us or that we don't want to be in. It, it impacts absolutely everything. So if we can master our relationship with money, if we can really dig deep into our money mindset and our money stories, then, you know, the world really is our oyster and we can have and, you know, do and be whatever that we, we want to be. That's fantastic. That's true. I mean, our relationship with money is so important as any other kind of relationship that we can have as a human. I mean, that's basic. Um, so tell us a little bit more what you do. Yeah, so what I do with my clients is we really dig deep into your money history and your money story. So we'll go through all of your um, memories around money and we look for patterns and we look for um, limiting beliefs and sabotaging beliefs that are playing out in your practical reality. So 95% of all of our decisions come from the subconscious mind. If we're not aware of our subconscious patterns around money, then it's going to be very difficult for us to have, you know, success or, you know, bring things into our lives. So quite often we'll see is, you know, there's so many elements to money mindset, but one really important one is our financial set point. So you'll see that over 12 months or two years, five years, even 10 years, people won't move outside of that range. So they'll have a lower limit and an upper limit. As soon as they go above that upper limit, they'll do something, sabotage themselves and come back within that range unless they reprogram their beliefs, reprogram their mindset to believe that they're worthy of having that that additional money. And this is for income, you know, if you're in business or salaried employee, it's for the assets that you have, cash in the bank, the assets that you have, you know, it impacts all of that. Unless we're, we've reprogrammed ourselves, we're not going to be able to hold on to that money and it will be short-lived. Okay. That Wow. That's, I love it. I love it. And that's so true. I mean, like we are, I think that it also has to do with, hold on one second. Hold on one second. My apologies, my apologies for that. Um, but I, I do believe that it also has to do with um, also how we as a society think about money or with thought, taught to think about money. Um, what do you think is the hardest, uh, the hardest issue or the biggest uh, uh, roadblock that a person can have in their mind in order to change that belief in their relationship with money? Yeah, so I work with archetypes and the, the most common ones I see is um, with women is around this 
there's two actually. So there's the, the inner set archetype where we'll bury our head in the sand. Um, we just don't want to know about it. We're really easily overwhelmed by financial matters um, and we simply just don't look at it. So we're not aware of what's going on around us. You know, and as you can imagine, if you don't know what's going on around you, you can get yourself into some pretty, you know, sticky situations. Um, and it's not that we don't have the ability, it's a really around confidence because we've been conditioned through society, through familiar familiar upbringings um, to be like that, to, to not worry about that, to just, you know, hope that it, it'll go away and, you know, want someone to come in and, I guess, save us. Um, so that is, I guess, one aspect that I see. And then there's the other, other end of the spectrum where we feel like we have to work incredibly hard and sacrifice everything else. We have to sacrifice relationships. We have to sacrifice family time. Um, we have to sacrifice our health and doing things that we love to get ahead. And that, you know, manifests in the practical reality where we just, you know, work incredibly hard. And, you know, this was something that really challenged me for a while and I had to overcome um, in that, you know, I am innately worthy of, I can have it all. And it doesn't mean I have to kill myself in the meantime by working, you know, ridiculous hours and sacrificing everything else. It doesn't have to be like that. That is completely true. I agree. It doesn't have to be like that. So what do you think is, it will be like the first thing that a person needs to do in order to change their mindset? in regards to letting letting that belief go of uh, that, you know, enslaving nine to five that we all are all like um, thought and we being like brainwashed with. Like what will be like the first step? So the very first step in any of this is the awareness piece. So it's really digging deep and looking into all of your memories around money to become aware of what's actually going on in the subconscious mind. Um, because until we do this work, we don't even know that this is happening. Um, we, we may intellectually know, but we haven't drawn the links. Um, so that awareness piece is just so, so key. And then depending on what it is that's sabotaging you, we need to release, we need to release that from the body. We, we need to release that energy to enable us to imprint new beliefs to choose new beliefs that are empowering that where we feel confident where we know that you know we can do things differently we can do life differently and that's okay exactly and that's okay um i i, I love it uh, like i agree with everything that you just said it's so true um let me ask you a question. Um, how long do you do you think usually I mean is there like a specific time that it takes a person to to go through the whole process or is this done within a time frame, a specific time frame? So, yeah, it's definitely an ongoing journey and we need to work on our relationship with money every single day. So, you know, I still do this every day. It's part of my daily practice and it's not something that we just can do once and then like it's done and we're all good. It's like you know, exercise or, you know, getting a personal trainer or, you know, getting into shape. We know we can't just go to the gym for a month and then stay in shape for the rest of our life. Money is the same thing. We need to actually have a relationship with it and actually work on it daily. 
But to go through, I guess, the first, you know, if you haven't explored this um, or you're not getting the results that you want in your life, you know, a good place to start is, say, six months. And that really gives us enough time to really dig deep into what's going on in the subconscious mind to uncover the stories and start to work through them. Oh, wow. And what is the longest that one, I mean, your clients have taken, you know, to go through the whole process and achieve the goal to finally let go of these um, um, limiting beliefs? Yeah. So, you know, normally we can do it within six months, but there's always like the um, I call it the next level, the same devil, and it's like peeling an onion. So there's layers of everything. So we may get through, you know, a limiting belief and overcome it for a certain income rise or a certain um, for them to increase assets. But then at every single level, we need to go through that generally again and again and again at a deeper level to get to the next level. Wow. Um, I guess that my next, my next question will be, um, what is the hardest investment that a person actually, or what is, what is, let me, let me rephrase this. What will be the, the thing that is the hardest for an individual to invest in? Is that themselves or invest on a, a property or and what, what is what actually? Um... Yeah, so it's, it's a very individual thing. So some people, you know, will, um, will save all their money and like also basically like hoard all their money and live really frugally and not allow themselves to enjoy life. Other people may be on the other end of the spectrum where, you know, they always have to have the latest iPhone, the latest Gucci bag, the latest Louis Vuitton, um, you know, whatever it may be for them. And so it, it is quite individual in that we all have, I guess, our, our, own, our own thing, you know, from our upbringing, from our beliefs, from the stories that we tell ourselves. And it's whether that's serving us and it's whether that's bringing us joy that's ultimately what matters. So, you know, I'm not here to say, no, you can't have something, but it's about, well, how do you feel when you have that? Do you have regret after that purchase and remorse or does it light you up and make you feel amazing? And are you still able to do other things? It, is it becoming the reason you say no to holidays or in, you know, building a safety net or building for retirement, or are you doing those as well? Wow. Definitely and, a combination. Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, I think that the other the other question, because you just mentioned stories, and is, is has been like kind of repetitive thing throughout our mm -hmm. conversation. It just makes me wonder, what is the most common story that you heard from your clients when, when they first met, meet with you? Yeah, so I tend to attract um, uh, clients who are, are similar to myself. So it's very much around the story that it has to be hard, that I have to sacrifice, that I can't have, um, I can't have really good family relationships or an intimate relationship as well as having success and money. Um, I can't have 
health as well as having um, success and money. So it's really this, I can have this or that, I can't have both. And that's something that's sort of really come common that comes up with my clients. And I think it's common, you know, in the Western world where a lot of people um, are are children of immigrant families and that was what they needed to do to survive and so that's been imprinted in us that that's the only way or our subconscious beliefs that that's the only way that we can get ahead it's all we know it's what we've learned and seen and then also that you know there can be guilt and shame around not doing that because our parents have done that um, so it's really understanding that and, and overcoming that because you know, they didn't, they didn't work that hard and do that for us to do, to work harder and do exactly the same in a different way in this generation. They did it so we would have a better life. That's right. And um, what will be the biggest uh, advice that you will give our audience in regards to um, themselves, uh, you know, getting into a better relationship with money? Like, what will be your biggest advice? So my number one tip is to be mindful and conscious around money. So just start to observe your thoughts when you make purchases and make purchases consciously. You know, don't do it from a, um unconscious level where you're like, oh, my God, I've had a terrible day. I'm stuck inside. We can't go out. You know, we're in lockdown. I'm just going to go binge shop make sure your purchases and your decisions are very conscious and just be mindful of what goes on in your mind when you make purchases you know or are you doing it the other way you know out of fear that money will run out so i, I can't order in that dinner because you know i shouldn't do that i've got food in the fridge or you know what's the emotion and the intent behind the purchase that's really what's key it's not the actual purchase. Thank you. That those I love those tips. Um, now that you mentioned fear, um, especially during this COVID, you know, situation, um, have you seen like any um, any change in trends on how people like think about money, especially during this time with COVID, or? Yeah, still that fear as getting stronger than before. Yeah, so it was definitely a point in time where I think, especially at the beginning with a high degree of uncertainty, and, you know, we've been super fortunate in Australia that, you know, we, we have been impacted, but by no means as significantly as other parts of the world. But certainly at the beginning, there was this fear around, you know, job security, income certainty, what would happen um, and Australia has seen the highest saving rates that they've seen in a very long time during this time period. Um, you know, things are starting to, I don't want to say normalise, they are starting to change a little bit here in Australia and um, there's a little bit, there's more confidence in, in the economy and in society. But I, I definitely did see, you know, this shift to um, saving and having a security you know, an emergency fund, a security blanket, you know, for lack of a better word, during that time. Now, what I think it did expose is that we are not prepared. 
Um, and most and a lot of people, regardless of income, regardless of how much they're bringing in in their business, are living week to week, month to month. Um, and that creates a lot of stress and it creates a lot of burden. And especially, you know, when events that are unprecedented happen, um, it just it adds to it when we have so many other things that we're worried about. So really the work that I do is around, you know, making sure that money isn't the reason that you're not able to do something. So, you know, that is so important at the moment in relation to healthcare, you know, and so you can look after loved ones if you choose to. Um, so you can you can do things, you have choices and you have freedom. That's so important. Thank you so much for that. So you teach people do this and you have done it through the whole COVID situation as well. Where people can actually find you? Yeah, so I'm um, on Instagram. It's savvy.wealth on Instagram. So it's S-A-V-V-Y dot wealth. Um, it's also Savvy Wealth on Facebook. So I'm you know, put out a lot of free content and free information on there. You can also, you know, contact me directly in the DMs or, you know, via email. I'm more than happy to um, to chat to you there. Okay. And then you also have a quiz that people do yeah. to see how they're doing with, uh, how's their relationship with money? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a money type quiz. So it, basically you go and do the quiz and what that does is it identifies what archetype you are and it shows you know what area you may need to focus on and what potentially is blocking you or limiting and sabotaging you from from moving forward so if you do that quiz um, I'll send you through some information on your results and we can um, get in touch that way that's perfect. I love it. I am going to be doing my quiz soon. Yeah. You give so many insights. It's really, it's really a great tool. Yes, definitely. Oh my God, you're so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your uh, knowledge with us and what you do with everybody here in the audience. So um, I appreciate you for taking uh, off your time to be here with us in the Be Fearless podcast. And um, everybody out there, you've heard the lady. If you want to know what kind of relationship you have with your money, you need to take her test. All right. So this is going to be it for today. Thank you for so much, Kara, for being here. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel and to the podcast and to follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye, Kara. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.